Chin a bit. We am intro to the episode this time? Or is it me? No, I did the last one. We am intro. No, me intro. Can't remember. What did I say? Jim's doing the sponsor. I'm doing the sponsor, yeah. so if you. Uh, what, Liam intro, you do the like and subscribe. Welcome down to Tuna Boot, the boot that you can tune. Tuna Boot. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Liam. Uh, do you want us to do a bit? Sorry. <laughs> I just remember yeah. I didn't, didn't do any new jingles for season four, and we still haven't changed the description on ACAST. <laughs> Right, we need to do cool. both of those things by Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to introduce yourself? I just did a little jingle. Do you want me to do it again? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Welcome down to Tuna Boot. The boot that you can tune. Tuna Boot. <laughs> That's alright, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want that to be the jingle for season four? Because I quite like that. Yeah, I'm happy with that, yeah. Do you want me to do one more recording of it so that you've got three to oh, choose from? Definitely. <laughs> Welcome down to Tuna Boot, the boot that you can tune, Tuna Boot. I'm Jim. I'm Liam. And <laughs> I'm Dougal. And this is Tuna Boot, the boot that you can tune, Tuna Boot. It was, was a compulsion there. I can just not. <laughs> Shit, me. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we're we're here for a tuna boot does talk about the the first tuna do, uh, tuna boot does talk about off season four. Bah. Yes, indeed. And you know what? After the last two episodes, the last two weeks, we've had a long time to think about what we want to do for this talk about. So I hope we don't disappoint. <laughs> what, a, what an optimistic, <laughs> optimistic little start, we, we, sh- we sure hope this isn't shit. <laughs> we got Tuna Bit um, Does Talk About, followed by some interesting shit happening in the next few weeks. Jim, sponsor. Yeah. Sponsor. Yes. Jim, spo- sponsor. Okay. Jim. That has to end immediately. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a sponsor, a very real sponsor from a very real person. And when I tell you this person's name, see if you can guess what his business might be. His name is Rick Shaw. Oh, does he drive rickshaws? You'd think, wouldn't you? No. He actually has a... Did I fall a... into a trap there? No, no, no. Because <laughs> That's like a QI Mr. when they're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 I've known him, but he's he's always been known as Dickie Shaw, like for his whole life, until um, his wife, Susan. Um, oh, Susan said, Shaw. Yeah, said, "Why don't you ever go by Rick?" And he went, "Rick, Shaw. I know what I'll do. I'll open a shop that sells thick saws. <laughs> so, if you are sick of your narrow, <laughs> pathetic little saw that can't get any of the jobs you need done." Head on down to Rick Shaw's Thick Shaw em- Thick No Rick Shaw's <laughs> Thick Saw Emporium and get yourself a thicker saw. I mean, I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him what he'd done. I was like, "Yeah, your name <laughs> does rhyme with thick saws, but your name is also a thing." 
Yeah, but he wasn't having it. So yeah, I, I don't know where he's based, but you could, if you Google him, Rickshaw's thick saws, buy yourself a slightly thicker saw. I mean, what's the point? You know what I mean? With sponsors <laughs> like that, how, how does he expect us to feel? You know what I mean? Sponsoring <laughs> that. Or having his name attached to us. Rickshaw's thick saws. <laughs> I mean, fuck off. Fuck right off, Rick. And Susan. Shaw. <laughs> you know what she sells? <laughs> what does, what does she Susan sell? Seashaws <laughs> by the seashaw. No. You'd think. No. Uh, balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Shaw's balloon shack. That's in there. That's from Portobello Beach. Oh, I'm, I, I, right, right, now, Jim, I've got to stop here. They're selling balloons and saws to the most adverse items. Well, they're not doing it ever. in the same place, remember? These are separate businesses. But surely they have a warehouse together because they wouldn't have two why, warehouses. Why, why would they have to? You know, not every, not each member of a couple doesn't have to do, or you know, the same thing. They're, they they sell different things. That's the reason why they don't have the same. Because you imagine if they kept all their balloons in with all the thick saws. <laughs> Anarchy. Pandemonium. You know what I mean? Yeah. How how thick are Rickshaw's thick saws? Just thicker than narrow ones. <laughs> so not even... It, it, not impressively thick. Oh no, do, oh, no. He can, he can make a saw as thick as you need it. Okay, so if I was looking for, say... As thick as the higher end of average uh, tuna saw. Yeah, he could. He, he's your man. Um, uh, if if anyone could do it, it would be him. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you'd need that. I don't know why you wouldn't just cut it, it whatever you're cutting at either end, and then just get rid of the middle bit. Um, if that's the way you're doing it. I mean, he realised his name rhymed with thick saws, and he went with it. And I was like. I, He'd already he'd already done it, you know. What I mean, he'd already bought the domain name before I had <laughs> could, a could I get to... him? To, could I get him to make like a thick saw, but then cut it down to bread knife size? No. No, he only does. Yeah. He doesn't do bread knives. He does I thick know, but saws. It's basically a saw, but just smaller. But it, well, it's an arrow or saw. It's not a thick saw. Okay, cool. Are we done with this? I, I was done with it. I was done with it before he even started saying it. Cool, Rick fantastic. Let's move on. Tuna Boot does talk about. Have <laughs> we done the sponsors? Yes. Uh, have we done the like and subscribe? That's your job. No, it's my job. It. Oh shit! Oh bloody <laughs> Nora! Fuck, sorry. Um, like and subscribe. I might cut that sponsor. Actually, that's seven minutes of shite. We do not need. I might, I might <laughs> keep that last bit though. That was fun. Rickshaw's thick saws. I'm actually, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> right, sweet. Talk about hello. Talk things. Say things. Talk things to me. Right. Talk things. Say things. That's what we do here. Let's get going. Who wants to go first? I mean, I can send you a picture, uh, and that can kick us off. Go for it. Go for it. Right. Okay. So. This is a screenshot from a Archie's comic, which is what Riverdale is based off of. And this was made in uh, 1976, I think. Now, 
In this Archie's comic from 1976, this was set in their future. And I don't know if you guys can see this, but so the, the, basically the conversation that's going on between the mum and the dad about the uh, about Betty, their daughter, is the fact that she's got to do all her school lessons online. And she's just like, nah, get out my uh, get out my room because uh, I've got, I've got school on on my computer, and they're just like, oh well, you know, it's a uh, it's cool that they can just do it on the computer now. But in the in the, in the screenshot, you'll you'll see very very clearly that this is set in twenty twenty one, which yeah. is now when we've started doing Zoom calls and everything. Well, the year after, when we continued well, doing Zoom calls, really. Do go bear with me. My point about this is, we are living currently in a history book moment time. This is something that's going to get taught about in history at some point. Which is mad to me. It is a history nev- book moment time. Yeah, I never thought I'd get something <laughs> like this. <laughs> I know I know exactly what you mean. I do yeah. know, I know what you mean. Do you ever do you ever have those moments where you just sort of stop and remember that? Like they're the mad moments mm. when you stop and you're sitting you're sitting down, you're reading a book, having a coffee, whatever it is, and you just go, Oh fuck, yeah. Shit like especially at the start. Not so much these mm-hmm. days, but at the start that was like every couple of days I went, Holy fuck, we're living through this, fingers crossed. Back then, yeah. it was always fingers crossed because we didn't know, you know? Mm-hmm. Aye. It is a weird one. But I feel I feel like now we need to stop thinking about it as negatively as we are thinking about it and just think about, well, you know what? This is fucking mad, but we're all, we're, we're all getting through it. This is something that we're going to be able to show our kids later on, show them... The fucking letters that we've had through the door from Nicola Sturgeon and Boris Johnson <laughs> saying, "You know what? You guys have done fucking well." <laughs> I I've got them tucked away now. Just like I'm bringing these out from my kids, from my grandkids, and all that. I lived through a fucking pandemic, by the way. You've not had it as hard as me. You kept your <laughs> letters. Yeah. Nice. I think mine's well went in the recycling bin. <laughs> yeah. That was. It was a signed letter from the Prime Minister of fucking... I doubt he signed it himself. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I know. But it's going to be cool one day to be like, yeah, no, we, we, we were going through this. That will this be This is cool. like the war, but it was disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. Yeah, um, no, I'm totally. It, 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 was, it was particularly strange at the start because obviously our lives didn't really change all that much and they still haven't really... Mm. Drastically, you know mm. what I mean. Like we basically do a lot of the same things we did before. Um, all that, all that really happened in my life was that I got really thin when I was walking up a hill every day because I couldn't go out and drink at the pub. And then, after I stopped doing that, I got a bit fatter. Mm. Yeah, I got my first stretch mark during lockdown. See here <laughs> from my beer belly. I was like, wow, that's exciting. <laughs> well, I've got another one in in my crotch. I don't know. If, I'm not going to show you is it, but I had that, I had that for years and years and years. Yeah. That's just like a natural stretch one. But yeah, I've been putting on so much 
just eating and drinking. Yeah, we stretch work on the right hand side. Now you can confidently say that you know what it feels like to be like a pregnant woman. No. No? Okay. No, not even remotely. Not confidently. I can say it. (laughs) (laughs) I can say almost anything. I would I would question Jim's uh, ability to say many things confidently because of the amount of time you actually doubt yourself, Jim. <laughs> Is that true? Some yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, you, so you, I was a wee, yeah, I was a wee doubt yeah. joke. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I apologise for not fighting, for not seeing that you doubted yourself so much. I believed you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm definitely doubting Jim. I'm not doubting Thomas because my name's Jim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, doubting Thomas might come on Rocket League later. Well, that'd be never good. know. <laughs> Is he Ooh. a peeping Tom as well? What's all these Toms peeping and doubting shit? Peeping and doubting all over the place. <laughs> you can't, you can't move for a doubting or peeping Tom. <laughs> um, a bit of tangy as well. Good crisp. What? Tangy, tangy Toms. Toms. Tangy Toms. Yeah, yeah. Oh, tuck shops, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Go on. I miss a wee tuck shop. You know what? You just walk around the corner and there's just like fucking guy your age who's running a fucking business. Get what we used to do. Get what we used to do. Tell you what we used to do. We used to have our uh, youth club back in cold in the old days. And uh, we would always go in Wapoon and we'd get 54 marshmallows, two, two pence a pop, 54 marshmallows because they were the best. Not foam marshmallows. What am I on about? Foam mushrooms. Apologies. Foam mushrooms. <laughs> foam marshmallows. All marshmallows are a bit foamy. So that wouldn't really matter. Full <laughs> mushrooms. So you got the full mushrooms, and I don't know what it was about them, but they were fucking absolutely lovely. And then over time, we started commandeering this club. We'd go and get our fifty our uh, pound worth of full mushrooms, not to be confused with full marshmallows, and then wander down the hall and go and watch a band practice that we're playing down the hall. They weren't very good. They never made it to anywhere, and that was the first time I ever saw Coke. So what? Coke. One Coke. of the band members, one of the guys in the band, he was uh, doing community service and wound up running, <laughs> a, youth, uh, wow. running a youth club and commandeered it to be, do band practice and just went, do you boys want to see some Coke? And we just looked at a wee white baggie. <laughs> and I went, oh, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he obviously he was he was you know he was on community service so he never went. Do you want to try some? Which was probably a, the best idea to do. But yeah, that was uh, R- roughly Diggle, Roughly age range. How how old were you? Thirteen. Thirteen when you saw your first coke. Mm. Wow. And I didn't like, even know it existed till I was at least seventeen. Man, like I, honestly, mm. at that time, compared to nowadays where you know like a night the nightclub culture that we lived in before you before lockdown all that you everyone's seen it and if you haven't seen it then you are just sort of almost allergic to the facts that it happens well i i've I've done shitloads of it it's brilliant 
It's a known <laughs> thing. You see it. You see it, you know? But like in the in the old in the old when you're thirteen you're like, What? That's bad and, though, isn't it? You know, like, it was it was crazy. In in my head what happened there was Dougal coughed in Jim's voice saying I've shit, done shit loads of it and it was just like sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh brilliant well thank you I mean if you hadn't a shouted tuck shot we would never have heard that story that man <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a bizarre fellow <laughs> that man must have been he will he will uh, never he did uh uh, he, you know, they weren't the best band, um, and I mm. can't even remember his name. But you know, shouts to random bloke who showed me my first baggie of coke, and cool. um, you know, that was it. Will we move on? Well, I was, I was going to ask what what was your favourite thing to buy from the tuck shop. So your yours obviously was foam mushies. Foam mushies, uh, Jim. I'm just, I'm struggling to think of what foam mushies might be because I'm not picturing it. But, um, just it, like a... literal little like mini mushrooms about that yay big what possibly what about a quarter of a prawn that big and they uh yeah they were made out of foam like Harry, like uh like the uh whites of the haribo eggs but in okay. a mushroom standard i must have seen i must have seen <laughs> but I, I i can't recall um, the whites of the Haribo eggs are the worst bit of the Haribo eggs. Aye, but they were they were they were a uh, different taste. They just had the texture, but a different taste. If it, if it was closer to bananas and shrimp, different I would have been taste. fine with that. Uh, uh, closer to bananas and what? Bananas and shrimp. Yeah, I yeah I like them now. Back in the day, I was a I was a full mushroom man. No, like mm. that was that was that was me through and through. Jim, what was your favourite tuck shop thing? Get us well, off the mushrooms, man. It's a topic. It's a topic. It's a toss up between the. I don't even know what you call them, but like the the red <laughs> tubes with the white stuff in the middle, and it was like sweetie oh, on the yeah, outside yeah. and like ca- I don't know what you call it, cables or whatever. I don't. I don't even know what they were called. But red used to vines? be able to. Sort of no, it's, red it's, vines. it's not. It's not, not the same red as red vines, but. I know the ones you mean with the suki sort of like strawberries and cream. Kind, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I used to be able to chew, like used to be able to chew down, but not break it. And then used to be able to pull the white stuff out from the tube. And I used to try and see if I could get all the white stuff out of the tube before eating the tube. Mm. Oh, I, I remember that. But I also used to like just necking them. That or the rainbow-coloured, um, they weren't laces, laces. But they weren't, they weren't the small ones. They're like belts. That's what I'm thinking of. Aye. Uh, were they a bit soury? Yeah. S- yeah soury, like... but loads of sugar on them. Aye, aye. I know the ones you mean. Yeah, I like Rainbow those. laces. I'm pretty sure they're called rainbow laces. Yeah. Aye. Those those are my two favourites. When I was a kid, I, I don't eat stuff like that anymore for some reason. Yeah, I, I really like the, the, the old 10 pence crisps, like Tiny Toms and that, obviously. But, mm. oh, um, Space Raiders. And I, oh, Space Raiders, by the way, are some of the best. Can you still Space get them? Raiders, uh, you do still get them. You get them in multi-packs, and you can eat a whole multi-pack in about half an hour, and it's, it feels like you've eaten nothing. <laughs> um, 
but them Transformer snacks as well. Um, but and I've forgotten what they were, but I had them very recently. But you know, like the big kind of like tube packets, and it was just like these these really small kind of things that would melt in your mouth. Rainbow something. Rainbow colored things. Put them in your mouth. They just melted. Flying saucers. Flying saucers also top tier, but no. Rainbow stars, rainbow dust. No, no. Oh, like, like just ah, kinda. I think I'm getting close to what you're meaning. They're the little (laughs) corn snacky kind of things, but they're sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Actually, yeah, they were quite nice. Yeah, they were quite nice. Mm. Twenty-seven minutes in. I've got I've got a story about a snake, and then we can move on. Uh, so like, we've just done two lists. We're now listing our favourite tuck shop. Rainbow items. drops. Rainbow drops. Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know yeah. the you know the long snakes that you get, the long tuck shop yeah. snakes. They were the expensive ones, like back in our day, twenty p, now fifty p to a pound. Me mm, and Ali's yep. first date, we were steaming, absolutely fucking pissed out our noggins by this point let me tell you and we'd went into the shop uh on uh northridge to go and i think we we're getting uh, mixers for booze because i had i'd pulled the old i'll oh, come back to mine i've got some booze we'll pick up some mixers you know smooth mm-hmm. and i had uh, and i was just sitting there and just, there was just, a... just luring drunk women back to your flat as you always did. <laughs> and there was uh, I didn't. And there was uh, there was the rainbow. There was the uh, wee snakes on the desk, and Ali was steaming and went, "Oh, I want a snake." And I went, "Yeah, of course, have a snake." And then one of the one of the best things I've ever <laughs> seen her do. Then one of the best things I've ever seen her do in the taxi home. We went into a taxi, and she was known into this thing, and went. <laughs> Hey mate, do you want a snake? And just handed the taxi driver this half-nibbled snake to try and give him. He obviously said no, so she just put it in the top pocket of my shirt and stayed there for about three days. And that was the first moment I realised I quite liked her. Wow. There you go. I've not heard that story before. Mm, Never that, to be honest, yeah. No, that's a good one. And now you have, along with 14 people in America. <laughs> uh, Congratulations. <laughs> so, and one with uh, one in Richardson as well. Yeah. So um, I was wondering, I was going to ask you about some like odd pet hate you have. Cause oh, God. I've re-realized one I have recently that sort of it affected me more as a kid. But now we we obviously we all do streaming and we don't really have to contend with adverts and stuff. But I absolutely hate. I've been watching a lot more like telly in the mornings and stuff with the ad breaks channel for Fraser and all that. And when you make food and you come in and an ad break comes on, mm. and I literally refuse to eat food during ad breaks. Like I can't do. I it annoys me to no end eating during an ad break I will sit and wait and I have done and I've never told Ali this so I kind of just disguise it as like I'm pretending to do stuff during the ad break (laughs) because it really annoys me 
and I can't. But I remember as a kid always doing it, and I'd be, used to sit with like my sausage and waffles or whatever on a plate. As and it always came at about six twelve when the break in The Simpsons came on, and it was just fucking agony for the next three minutes where I go, I'm hungry, <laughs> but I'm not eating that while I'm watching, you know, something about DFS's sale. I'm fucking waiting for The Simpsons to come back on. I'm only eating when I'm watching good shit. And it's just this weirdest psychological thing, but it started coming back because we've been watching more just telly that's on. And it's really mm. doing my nothing because I can't get away from it. And it pisses me off when I go, I'm so hungry, I'm just going to take a bite. And I sit there and go, that's not as good. I have to wait until the yeah. telly's back on. <laughs> I I, I kind of get what you mean because... I recently have had a couple conversations with Louise and she's just like, oh, we could just sit and chat to each other while we're eating. And I was just like, no, I need to be watching something. Mm. So I'm not as fussy whether or not it's actually something that we're watching or it's an ad break. But if I'm eating, I need to be watching something. And if I'm not watching something, then I get a bit pissy. See, I'm mm. not fussed about what I can eat without telly on, I can eat with music on, I can eat with nothing on and just chatting, but it's the ad breaks. I can't eat with them on. Okay, so that's a bit odder. But that's what I mean, weird, like, proper weird pet hates. Do you have any like that? Okay. Any sort of cool. proper weird shit that doesn't... It, that has, makes no <laughs> sense. That bit about myself <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. It's just something that I did as a child. And I can mm. never, apparently, I still do it 20 years later, you know? Like, mm-hmm. mm. no, I, I used to do that um, with, like, if I had sweet, like, I used to get, like, crisps and juice and sit and watch stuff later on. And I, I would be the same as you. I would have to wait until Dad was finished. But I haven't done that since I was a kid, I don't think. I can basically chow down whenever. Chow down. Um, eat food. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have, when I was a kid I had I remember feeling that exact same way this anxiety of I can't eat while the adverts are on does it come from the cinema like when you're told to not not eat all your popcorn before the movie comes on mm. it's, it's, I think I, it's I, I, mean, I mean you're a, you're an idiot if you don't start eating your popcorn before the movie comes on you're an idiot if you buy popcorn and I fucking I, I hate it absolutely that's a, not even a pet hate that's just a hate hate Anyone mm. and everyone who eats popcorn during a film should fuck off and die in a sea of bootcut jeans for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to last week's episode. Um, Aye, fucking, fucking take a massive fucking tuna and hit them over the head to kill them. <laughs> 40 inches nonetheless. Enti- I would rather someone eat an entire grilled tuna. Also, I can't smell, so I wouldn't be able to worry about that. Um, than fucking popcorn. I, d- I really don't get it. Anyway, so, pet hates. Yeah, any strange pet <laughs> hates, guys. Uh, I've got, I've got, I've got a pet hate, and it, again, this is this has been something me and Louise have chatted about recently. Uh, now she's getting very hate, hatey against my pet hate, but my pet hate is I don't like getting up if I'm not getting up last. Okay. Right. So. It used to happen when we were on family holidays, and it happens now that Louise has moved in. But if I'm living independently, does not matter when I get up. But if I'm living with someone, or I'm staying with someone, if they don't go in the shower first, 
or I don't go in the shower last depending how many people are there I get very grumpy that is weird that's very weird isn't it super weird uh, me, me and Louise will have massive arguments because I will refuse to get up if she doesn't get up first <laughs> yeah that is bizarre <laughs> <laughs> the, what I was gonna say is, the only time I've ever related to that is like when you're on family holidays and that and one of, one of my weird pet hates maybe is <laughs> we're going to get back to Liam's one don't worry because that's funny and we need to get to the bottom of that but like when you're on family holidays and you're staying like you're, say you're all staying in like a cottage or whatever it might be I, I hate that I hate the walk from like like walk into the kitchen and on that morning, because everyone's, you know, you know those platitudes you have to exchange. And yeah. Oh, hiya, how are you? How'd you sleep? Everything okay? You know, like that, that first yeah. interaction is fucking horrible because it's because obviously these people are your family, people you're closest to. But you have your own routine every morning. You have your own thing that you do. You're never going to feel entirely comfortable. And it's just that little awkward, oh, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, I hate that. I hate that chat. That chat lasts about three hours to me. It's like, right, when can we start drinking or when are we going it? When are we doing something? I would, in that scenario, I'd like to get up last and get up whilst we're are on our way to do something. Hmm. Anyway, See, we're I, going back to back to your thing. I quite. I I'm the opposite of you. I quite enjoy that if I'm with my family. For instance, like I enjoy going and staying at my mum's and dad's, and I'm always I'm I'm up early. You boys know I'm up early. Like, mm. um, I I wake up, I have an hour to myself or whatever. Then someone comes up and just like, especially when I'm with my family, especially because I'm feeling kind of nostalgic about it at the moment. Just giving that big mm. hug and then chatting away, even about how you slept, shit like that. I really like it. However, living with Ali, when she wakes up earlier than I think she should. Not that I think she should, but like that I that my brain wants her to. Like I want that hour to myself. I get really pissy because I'm like I'm not mm. ready to interact yet. So maybe it's that whole not ready to interact. Liam, <laughs> what what's this thing about the shower then? <laughs> right. So so I feel like I need to be more uh, descriptive about this. So it is a hundred percent. If I know that I need to be up at the same time as someone else then I need to be up last so if, if if me and Louise both need to be up in the morning but I know that I need to be up at 6 she needs to be up at 7 absolutely fine, I'll go make coffees and all that but as soon as I know that we both need to be up at 7 o'clock she's got to get up first that's so strange there has been holidays with my family that I have missed breakfast because I refuse to get up, <laughs> not last. And okay, that is family's the only one who listens to this, so they'll know that now. <laughs> <laughs> Louise has been falling out with me in mornings because of this. <laughs> yeah, you, you, but, usually with these things, there's at least a thread of logic to it. That doesn't no, make any there's sense. There's no logic to it, but I, I refuse to get. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. You say like you you do need to. I would prefer to be the first one up to shower, so I get the thirty minutes to have a coffee, have breakfast, no, or something no, like that. No, no, no. I need to be in the shower last. <laughs> non-negotiable. 
<laughs> All right, well, we'll remember that if we're ever in a place with just one show. <laughs> we'll we'll take our I, times just to wait. Right. <laughs> Liam's got to leave it. Benicassim, when would I go shower? You, to be fair, <laughs> I don't remember. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not the best. Listen, we're not we're, we're not we're not disputing that this isn't a thing. We're just trying to work out why. No, no, no. I genuinely have no no idea why, but. As soon as I know that I need to be up at the same time as someone, I've got to have the longer one. I think that's it. That, I, I want more time to sleep. That explains every moment of lateness Liam's had over the years because we all need to be there at three. Mm. And maybe Louise, Louise has had to go to work at one. So when mm. we go to Liam's at three, he's only just showered. And went to the shops. It's it's because of this late pet hate. That's... I could do it. Well, we've got a lot of mileage out of that one. Fucking hell, that's so weird, Liam. <laughs> that's so weird, man. Yeah. I thought I was weird not eating food during ad breaks, but you fucking you've taken to. I'm going to tell Ali about it now. Doesn't bother me anymore. Liam well, has to shower last. The podcast that'd be even better. I came off the least weird. You did? Well done. <laughs> Top fives. Top fives. High five. <laughs> Cheers. Maybe. That Top feels fives. good. <laughs> <sighs> Brilliant. Great. Right. Sweet. Jim, have you got a starter point? Maybe we'll just do some quick fire ones. Mm. Or, one, or one quick fire one. Mm. Or we'll just okay. see what happens. We've been doing talk bits for a while, so I've got a wee list of notes here. And uh, yep. I've, I've forgotten some of them, but the first one, I'll, the first one that I've got on this list is people. People never bond over having twenty twenty vision. It's true, isn't it? People with yeah, gla- it's true. people with glasses go, oh, oh, we, oh, we've both got glasses. Oh, what, what's your prescription? I imagine that's what you glasses wearers say to each other all the time. <laughs> How thick are they, specs, man? Brilliant. <laughs> are they but thicker no- than rickshaws thick saws? <laughs> Never, but, um, good callback. But no one ever goes. You don't wear glasses. No, Is that contacts. No, twenty twenty two, mate. Twenty twenty. I think. I think. I think because uh, <laughs> having glasses is like a vague disability. <laughs> no, I, and so I, yeah. people to not have a vague disability saying, "Oh, by the way, we've got fucking perfect eyes, eh?" Yeah, it'd be a legs. Bit off. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be rude if if able bodied people just kept shouting about. What they How could do. they were. <laughs> yeah, mate. See, see that bit of you that's fucked. Mine's work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Call back, Dougal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alopecia. Fuck you. No, I mean. hardly, hardly know her. Sorry. <laughs> Call back. Lovely. Thank you. And um, you're not going to get much more out of that, are you? Um, next one we'll do one more um, how shit is the hokey cokey <laughs> <laughs> that's one of them like that's it's... like because there's things like that that are like and like that in the happy birthday song and people singing happy birthday like these things are like anti-fun I mean the hokey cokey no, no. hokey cokey yes Happy birthday, no. Happy birthday is fucking awesome. And Stevie Wonder's version. 
fantastic. Yeah, that's you fine. Know, people people sitting around singing happy birthday to someone. Do you know, know happy? No, do you know happy birthday is one of the hardest songs to pitch correctly because it's got so many different pitches to it. That it's actually no really cares, hard Google. to sing entirely correctly. No one cares. Thank you. Interesting fact. <laughs> Thought I'd b- batter don't, it in. Don't. But no. This this podcast is no place for facts. I I do agree with you. I think I think the hokey cokey. What's that? You know, you're putting different parts of your body in, and then you're shaking it. You do the hokey cokey, and when they say you do the hokey cokey and you turn around, that dance move of do the hokey cokey. No idea what that is. I just turn around and go a bit like that. Like I just move my yeah. arms a bit and turn now, around. Now that's a topic conversation. What is the what hokey is cokey? The hokey cokey? <laughs> like, what, what is the hokey cokey? Yeah, what is the because like is the the hokey cokey? It could masquerade itself as all the dance moves oh, sure within could. the hokey cokey, but it's not because there's a bit where you are told to do the hokey cokey. Yet all you do is the next bit and turn around and move. Most people. Move their arms a bit. Right. <laughs> We've not got long, right? I just went to Google what is the hokey cokey. And it So did I. On Google, my last search, which was something that me and Elliot were talking about last night, <laughs> my last search was how broad are dwar no, how bo- how broad are hobbits was the last thing <laughs> I Googled. <laughs> what the fuck were right. we talking about that? How could we possibly have gotten to that? <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so I also googled uh, the ho- uh, what is the hokey cokey. Uh, so this is a US uh, US version that is in the Cambridge English Dictionary, and it says the hokey pokey US brackets UK the hokey cokey. Didn't realize there was two different versions. No idea. Um, brackets. <clears throat> a party dance and song in which people stand in a circle and shake their arms and legs one at a time. Everyone started doing the hokey pokey. Full stop. Dance the hokey pokey, comma, and let yourself laugh loud and often. That, that, right. My, my, my issue. <laughs> my issue. <laughs> again with this is there is a bit in the song you know you put your left arm in your left arm out there's someone that always says way in out out, and you shake it it all about you do do the hokey cokey what do you do there right I think the hokey cokey is referring to all the left arm left leg in and out I think it's referring to the whole thing you do the hokey cokey and you turn around I think it's like a I think the tense, okay, so, the so, tense is. We've only got four minutes. I think the tense mm-hmm. is all wrong, but I think that's what it's referring to. Okay, so you think it should have been you've done the hokey yeah. pokey. You've now done the around. hokey pokey. Now turn around. But you realise how shit that would have been. So it's taking poetic license and using lyrical. Yeah. Or yeah, or but but, that... but at the same time you've got to li- uh, laugh loud and often. I laugh as frequently and as loud as I want. Not gonna let any dance move. That's not the hokey pokey. I'm not trying to do the hokey pokey or the hokey pokey. I was just trying to talk about how shit it was. What about someone who finds it funny when they're having a stroke and their arms going a bit funny? Is that the hokey pokey? What I mean? No, it's when you put your left leg in, your left leg out, your right leg in, and your right arm out, and you're in. Right. So again, my my when. But then you do the hokey pokey. Well, well, that's the thing. Then you do the hokey pokey. 
Is that, are you meant to do that again? Are you meant to go, oh, 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 and you turn around? Because, like, you know, we all clap and shit like that. It's ridiculous. Bring, I don't know. You, just... know, you know the conga? Self-explanatory. Perfect. Grab someone's zips and jaunt about the place for a half an hour. Perfect. And then just shout, come on, do the conga. Come do, on, do, do the do. conga. Come on and go the conga. And if you do it well enough, you've got a job in Butlins for a couple of years, which is quite nice. Like, it's just... It, it, I Yeah, the hokey-cokey, that whole thing. We got more mileage out of the hokey-cokey than I ever thought we could. Um, <laughs> and, but uh, I, I tell you what, as well, like, it's, it's, it's mad how quickly the, the hokey-cokey can turn into the conga. It is, and on that note, that is the <laughs> end of the episode. We're With done. Particularly Hansy <laughs> Granny. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That is it. That's the end. So, so, so apologies if it feels so abrupt, but I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to try and time keep here. Keep the time. So, so we've got one minute forty. Do you reckon we can do it in that time? Yeah. Aye. Okay. Uh, um, cheers for yeah, listening. Cheers. Like and subscribe. Album recommendation of the week is uh, Shante Dillon by Hugh Offrey, a 1965 uh, French cover of a lot of Bob Dylan songs. That, that sounds, sounds fucking awesome. This guy's voice is unfucking believable Wait until you hear it. And it's all, it's that not even... Great. It's not as big, big known ones, it's some more obscure ones. And it starts off with a rendition of Girl from the North Country, but in French, La Fille de Nord, or something like that. Beautiful. Um, nice yeah that's what I was listening to today instead of listening to Liam's podcast which I will listen to tomorrow hopefully um, thanks for listening as always like and subscribe please tell your friends about it tell them to listen to whatever episode you like whatever episode you want to it doesn't really matter none of them are actually connected apart from sometimes when we reference each other's episodes from next week onwards we're going to do different shit. We're all going to take the lead on different episodes. It's going to be great. Thanks for listening to Talk About To The Lists. Love you. I've been Dougal. I've been Liam. And I'll always be Jim. Good night. Good love. Good olives. Nailed it. <laughs> Skish, skish, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>